Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. This episode is the last in a short series for organisations. The aim is to help educate leaders, managers and HR teams about ME and long COVID. So feel free to share this series with your organisation. You can also head to ronabarton.co.uk forward slash media for more information about me and my story. And don't forget that you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. Okay, let's jump straight in. So far in this mini-series, we've looked at what ME and Long Covid is, how it impacts employees, how to support people with ME and Long Covid who are already in work, how to support them when they're off sick, some of the practical requirements for people with ME and Long Covid in work, and the financial implications that ME and Long Covid can have on people. This week, we're looking at how to put in place an effective phased return to work for people with ME and Long Covid. When somebody has been off sick and is ready to consider coming back to work, they'll probably have a conversation with you. They'll wish to discuss the how and when of their return as well as any concerns they may have about returning to the workplace. As their employer, you'll have some aspects that you wish to discuss also, such as if they'll need a phased return, how the company is keeping the workplace safe, and if an occupational health assessment is needed or could help. Your company may have its own return to work policy and procedure, which you'll need to review and follow. If the individual is ready to go back to work after being off sick, your company will also need to decide whether they think it's safe for them to return. If your company decides it's not safe for someone to return, they'll need to decide what type of absence the period of time will count as. And if somebody is ready to go back to work, they should also check the company's sickness and absence policies to see if they provide any additional information about returning to the office. Now, a recommendation for a phased return may come from the employee's doctor or from perhaps the employer's occupational health provider. Either way, it's essential that any recommendations made about a phased return are discussed between the individual and you. A written agreement should be produced which clearly explains how the return to work is to be managed in light of any recommendations that have been given. For employees, a fear of not being reliable or of relapsing can undermine even the best made plans So taking full account of specialist clinical advice at the right time is important. If the individual is accessing a specialist ME or long COVID clinical service, then please seek their consent to request a report from the service and incorporate this into the decision-making process and implementation. Many employers have a policy which states the maximum permitted length of a phased return period. However, returning to work after a period of absence due to ME or long COVID may require a much more gradual approach in order to be successful. 
a longer phased return to work period could include a reasonable adjustment to the return to work policy, which recognises that an effective adjustment for a person with ME or long COVID is a longer period of time over which to increase hours of work. It may include the use of annual leave or even a temporary change in the contract to reduce the hours that are being increased and therefore also the salary for that period. The return to work plan should provide a clear support framework and it would be worth considering a few of the following as part of a phased return to work period. Building up work or work-related skills at home first. Planning in home working days when they've started to return to the workplace itself and not just before they come back. Phasing in targets as well as hours to help build confidence about what's manageable. And allowing for regular breaks, perhaps a longer lunch, to build in rest periods which are in an appropriate, comfortable, quiet and undisturbed place. As mentioned in last week's episode, employees will likely feel more confident and comfortable in attempting to return to work if you've taken the time to work together to come up with an effective phased return to work plan. The phased return to work will gradually build up the hours that the individual's able to work and the duties that they will undertake, as well as reviewing and modifying any reasonable adjustments. This will go some way in helping people with ME and long COVID work within their established baseline and to gradually increase activity in line with any pacing plans they may be working through. Again, a good phased return should consider things like the clinical advice that's been given, an appropriate ME or long COVID return, flexible working arrangements, reasonable adjustments, whether or not you can use and access the access to work funding, how things will be reviewed and sustained in the longer term and how you will confidentially communicate with colleagues. If the individual is struggling to do their job, the company may wish to see what else they can do to help. This may include a further occupational health assessment to find out what additional support may be needed. Please keep in mind that despite practicing pacing and using self-management skills that they may have gained in various specialist clinics, some people with ME and long COVID continue to deteriorate. If a workable solution cannot be found to help the individual's continued employment or their return to work, you may need to consider how you can support the employee to leave work in a positive way by putting a best exit plan in place. This is not only about finding the most appropriate option, but also about them feeling that they've not left under a cloud. Some organisations have support services in place for those who have left. Might this be something you consider also? If you're unsure or you're concerned about your legal responsibilities, why not reach out to the likes of ACAS 
for some further information to help you navigate the best route for your employees and your organisation. Unfortunately, the fluctuating nature of both ME and Long Covid means that nobody has guarantees for anything. Now let's think about some key takeaways from this episode. The first being, please review your company's current return to work policy. Ensure you know it and you're ready to follow it. Number two, having access to occupational health support could be really useful when it comes to planning in phased returns to work. Number three, keep in mind that your company's standard phased return timescale may not be sufficient for people with ME or long COVID and consider who you need to speak to about having this reviewed. Number four, consider planning in home working days for these individuals when they've started to return to the workplace and don't just throw them in in a few days beforehand. And number five, if you are in need of further guidance, please seek it out within the organisation or for some legal guidance via somewhere like ACAS. That's it for today, everybody. As I've mentioned, this episode is the last of a short series for organisations, the aim being to help educate leaders, managers and HR teams about ME and long COVID. So do feel free to share this within your organisation or with others you think may be interested. It's not too late for you to still download your free copy of my checklist to help you have your conversations with people with ME and long COVID. And you can grab that free copy by heading to ronabarton.co.uk forward slash links. Whilst you're there, please do check out my media page for more information about me and my story. And you can also book your free call to chat about how I can help support you and your people with ME and long COVID. So thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can review, share and subscribe to the podcasts via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. Bye for now. Thank you.